you're not going to go to your competitors and say, hey, can I partner? Can I learn from you? Because the answer is most likely going to be no, unless they're just this extremely benevolent person. What you want to do is find people within industries where there is a little bit of overlap. Find people that you can complement with your services. Easy example of that. If you currently work in advertising and your role within the advertising agency in corporate is to be a copywriter, think about established businesses who could use your copywriting services and ask to partner with them. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pili, and welcome to episode 88 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. We're continuing with our Back to Business Basics series where we peel back the layers and check the foundation of our business. If you're interested in turning your corporate expertise into a coaching or consulting business, in today's episode, we're talking about three ways you can get your initial consulting clients. As a reminder, this series of episodes is recorded during our weekly Instagram Live, so from time to time, you may hear me responding to comments from the audience or hear the voice of someone I've invited to come on live with me. Before we hear the rest of this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes. This will help to spread the word about our podcast so amazing stories we share on this show can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script as we continue with our Back to Business Basics series. For today, we are talking about three ways for you to land your initial consulting clients. If this is your first time on one of my lives, my name is Sewa Ajay Pele, and I'm a business strategist that helps CEOs use proven corporate strategies to launch, scale, and pivot their businesses. I spent 10 years working on Wall Street. As a vice president, I ran global projects. I launched teams. Now I use that corporate expertise to help small business owners get their businesses to the next level because unfortunately, female-led businesses and women of color-led businesses in particular don't earn much more than above the poverty line, which is sad because when women are able to earn money, they're able to use that tenfold to help their communities. So my main passion is helping female-led companies scale, grow, and pivot if necessary. Just wanted to take a little bit of a poll of who we have with us today. So give me a one in the comments, whether you're on live or listening to the replay, give me a one if you currently work a full-time job but are interested in creating a side business as a consultant using expertise that you currently have. So give me a one if that's you. Give me a two if you are already running a business full-time and are interested in diversifying your revenue streams or are interested in making a pivot into consulting as a business model. So give me a two if that's you. I always want to get a sense for who is on here. So I make sure that I'm providing you with value as we're going through this. For the last two years, I have been providing consulting services as my bread and butter. And currently, that is the way I gain most of my income. And we can talk about specifically how I consult. But if you are 
at that point where you're interested in making money in this way, the top question I get, even before people have created their business, people ask, well, how do you make money as a consultant who kind of hangs their own shingle up and starts their own business? How do you even find the clients? And so I think people need to get over that hurdle before they can go back and think about launching. One thing I would encourage you guys to do is if you are not on my mailing list, my email list, get on my email list. You could do that by heading over to the link in my bio and clicking that second link there to join because I am launching a course that's going to essentially help people working a nine to five create another stream of income for themselves as consultants. So using the expertise they already have within the corporate realm to start another business for themselves. Because we already know how unstable our economy is and you just don't want to be caught, so to speak, with your pants down with only one source of income when you have the ability to create wealth in that way. So that's an aside get onto my mailing list. But to jump into the live for today, what are the three ways that you can land your initial clients when you're first starting a consulting business? Before we get into the three ways, there are some table stakes that you need to have in hand. Number one, you have to be willing to market yourself. You have to be willing to talk about who you are, what you do, the value you offer. You have to be willing to do that. I think there's some of you who for some reason you're not comfortable putting yourself out there. And I know if you're working a nine to five, like some of you put that you are currently working a nine to five. If you're working a nine to five, that can be a fine line to tread, but you have to be willing to do it. If you do it, you need to be doing it in a professional manner that doesn't put your main job in jeopardy. But you have to get over that mental hurdle that you will have to speak about what it is you do. Because if you don't talk about it, how are people going to know what value you offer? How are they going to know who you are? That's number one, table stakes. Number two, table stakes. You need to be able to clearly articulate who you are and what value you offer and to who you are offering that value. At the top of this live, I introduced myself. That was my elevator pitch saying who I am, Sewa Ajay Pele, business strategist, what I offer, I work with CEOs, female-led companies in particular, helping them to launch, scale, and pivot their businesses. And I use proven corporate strategies to do that. And I gave you a little bit of my background so you would understand a bit of where I was coming from. So you need to have an elevator pitch as you read the room you're in, think about who they are, who you're talking to, and be able to pitch them clearly and succinctly so that they can then make the connection about whether or not you are going to be the one to solve the problem that they have, right? In another live, if you want to catch up, as I mentioned, every look for the Tuesday episodes of the Shoes Off Script podcast, I have these saved on there. But in another live, we talked about that in order to have a good business idea, you need to be solving a problem. So once again, as you're figuring out how to put together that elevator pitch of yours, do so with a problem in mind so that when people hear what you're saying, they can make the connection that you will provide a solution to their problem. So that's the number two table stakes that you need to have before you even think about how am I going to land clients for consulting. And then number three, you need to be willing to use the network that you have. By that, I mean, when I first went out, 
I didn't rely on just starting to post things on social media and hope that strangers would find me and come to me or hope that people who I personally had in my network would figure out that, oh, I was doing something new. I directly and personally emailed people in my my network. I let them know that I was now providing consulting services. I let them know that Elevator Pitch what I was doing and who I was doing it for. And I asked them to refer people who they knew in their network that could use my services. I would not rely on social media to do that for you when you're coming out of the gate, simply because social media, the algorithm, it's unreliable. Sometimes I don't see posts from people I'm interested in seeing posts from for months. And then I click onto their page and I wonder, have they been posting? And they've been posting. I just haven't been seeing it on my feed. So don't rely on that. Also, if you do it in a direct fashion, people become bought into your journey because you didn't just put it out there and let them come across it, but you involved them in your journey. So I would say be willing to do that. Be willing to stand behind the decision you've made to go out as a consultant and be willing to bring other people into that journey with you. Because as you will learn, you can't do this by yourself. You're going to need to leverage your network. You're going to need to leverage your connection. So that is table stakes. And if you have a private account, make it public because how else are people going to find you? Or if you're not willing to use your personal social media account, consider creating a new one for your consulting services. Okay. So number one thing I would say you need to do in order to land your initial consulting clients is to share your expertise. Right off the bat, people are not going to know who you are, but they will acknowledge your knowledge. They will acknowledge your expertise and the information that you share with them. So you want to be able to give them information that gives them quick wins right off the bat. So whether it's you start a podcast, as I've said before, starting a podcast like I did two months after I quit Goldman was probably jumping into the deep end of the pool. For you, maybe you start to put more long form blog posts on LinkedIn so that people start to see you as an industry expert. They start to see you as a thought leader. Maybe you start to do IG lives like I'm doing now, where you are inviting people into your world and sharing your knowledge for free. Because like it or not, not everyone's going to be willing to pay a premium for your expertise right off the bat. So you have to prove yourself in some way. Next, I would say you want to be sure that you create shareable content that is helpful right away to people. I'm a big fan of the carousel posts that we have on even LinkedIn and Instagram so that you can show people a direct path to getting something accomplished right off the bat so that they can take that and say, this was good information. I was actually able to do X, Y, and Z with it. Let me share it with people. That sort of content is easier to share than beautiful pictures of yourself. So consider doing that right off the bat um, because if you're not able to articulate a major problem that you can solve for people and then show them how you can solve it, it's going to be difficult for you to get those initial first paid clients. So that's number one is share your expertise. But I would say once you are sharing your expertise, give people a clear way to get in touch with you and understand what your services are and then pay you for those services, right? So today, if you look at the comment I've, I've pinned, 
I have a link in there so you can get a free coffee chat with me if you want to talk more about how you can start your consulting practice, right? I offer services. I offer a VIP day that you can set up with me. And that link is in my bio. Interested in a, in a VIP day? You can click that. We can talk about a VIP day to solve whatever business issue you're having right now. So make it easy for people to figure out how to work with you and then to pay you once you're giving your expertise out there. Number two, I would say is partner with established businesses. When you're brand new, you oftentimes need to attach yourself to the credibility of someone who already has an audience. I think this is a good safety net for you because you can also learn from them. You can learn what they're doing that makes their businesses profitable, that help their businesses grow, right? That's a good place to set or good way to segue into an industry. The key though is you're not going to go to your competitors and say, hey, can I partner? Can I learn from you? Because the answer is most likely going to be no, unless they're just this extremely benevolent person. Um, what you want to do is find people within industries where there is a little bit of overlap. Find people that you can complement with your services. So easy example of that. If you currently work in advertising and your role within the advertising agency in corporate is to be a copywriter, think about established businesses out there who could use your copywriting services and see if you can ask to partner with them. So that could be website developers, website designers, people who do branding, because along with that, when people build a website, it's one of the hardest things to do aside from designing and implementing the website is figuring out what words to put on that website in order to get people to take the action you need them to take. There's a lot of sales psychology that goes into copywriting. And if you have that expertise and you're doing that in your nine to five, you could then find a way to partner with a business that could use your services. Once you get into the flow, once you understand how things work when you're doing them for yourself, then you can use some of the results that you got from your experience partnering with the other business to then start to build your own clientele. What other examples do you have? We have a lot of course builders out there. And if your current job right now is you are a sales and marketing person within corporate, perhaps you can ask to partner with a well-known course builder out there. You'll be working behind the scenes, but you'll be helping them to market their products and help them to increase sales. And once you are able to show results with your expertise, leverage that to then market for your own clients. So you've got to be creative when you're thinking about ways to step into industries as a consultant. So that was number two. Number one was to share your expertise out of the gate. And then number two is to partner with existing compatible businesses so that you can share your expertise and then take those wins to pitch new clients. Um, so now I have to say, I just said pitch new clients, and I, I really should not have said that because none of the exam or none of the three that I'm sharing today have to do with directly pitching clients. I'm a big fan of inbound marketing. 
when you put all that content out there, whether on LinkedIn or whatever blog post you're putting out or long form captions that you have on, on Instagram, when you put that information out there, you start to draw people to you. I've gotten business in my Instagram DMs where after a live like this, someone will reach out and say, okay, what you said resonated. I'm setting up a coffee chat with you because I have one, two, three, I'm trying to accomplish and I would love to work with you to get that done. So when you put that content out there, people come to you. Think about all the times where you may have, this is a little bit of an aside now, think about all the times where people have reached out to you cold on an email, cold in your DMs, and they're selling you something. To me, that kind of feels, Mm, grimy. I, I don't want it. I'm very quick to say, no, thank you. Unless it is something that is just, maybe I've heard of them before. I've kind of had multiple other touch points with them. It's not cold. Then I, I recognize who they are and I'm more willing to engage as opposed to someone approaching me cold, right? So think about how you feel when people approach you cold and make sure you're not doing that as someone who's looking to pitch consulting services, make sure you're not doing that to people. I think if there's a difference between a company putting out an RFP, a request for proposal, where they are soliciting your pitch from you to them, that is different from going in cold to someone who hasn't really told you that they need your services. Now, there are ways to do it that come off more as adding value. And I think maybe that's a that's a live for another time where different ways you can pitch that don't come off as brash, as you know, smarmy, whatever the word is. So I mean put a three in the comments if you're interested in kind of taking a deeper dive down this path and maybe learning some of the pitching techniques that have worked for me in the past. But so that was a little bit of an aside. So moving on to number three. And I would say now this is kind of at the next level and this is the ideal place to start is you need to create an anchor piece of free content, an anchor freebie that then sits at the top of your sales funnel. So let's break that down. Sales funnel is essentially a way to get as many people in to your sphere, your environment as possible, and then find ways to weed them down to the point where they're ready to make a purchase from you. So when you're brand new, you want to start with showing your expertise. So that free piece of content you give them is going to find or is going to give them a way to receive value right away. So whether that's some sort of a template that's provided in a downloadable PDF format, whether that's a webinar video that you have pre-recorded that people can, you know, click the link in your bio, listen to it, and then they get an outcome right away. I would start there because it's an opportunity for people to get to know you, get to know what you can do, but in a non, um, in a way that doesn't have pressure in a way where people don't feel like you're breathing down their neck to make a decision. They can independently look through whatever freebie, free piece of content you've offered them and make the decision as to whether or not you're, they're gonna proceed with your services. But the boss move though within that framework is within your freebie, highlight the other services that you 
that you provide and give them the opportunity to make that purchase, right? So don't just have the freebie and leave it there. Give them the opportunity to say, okay, this is the next step. Don't lose them. You you already got them to click the link, download the PDF. They're going through it. So after they get through it and they're like, oh, okay, this was good. I want more from her or him. That's the point at which then you have the additional information. And don't forget, though, that in order for them to have gotten that free piece of content from you, they, they had to exchange an email address with you. So I won't get into this because this is a little bit more, I would say, advanced, but you will need you will need to have an email list that has an email nurture sequence because that's a way for you to drop some breadcrumbs of email knowledge to get them to the point where they're consuming your high ticket offer. So, but we're at the initial level where you're getting your initial clients. So to begin with, make sure that you have given them value upfront and you've given them an opportunity to take that next step with you. And I would say that's the easiest, most non-committal way to get people into your world is to put something free that is enticing to them. So going back to make sure that you are solving a problem for people. Have a piece of content out there that's solving something for people. You don't really have to sell them on it because they come across it, you market it, and they're like, okay, yes, that's exactly what I need. I have been looking, think about when you go to YouTube videos, I have been looking for a way to build a birdhouse, let's say, and you have a PDF downloadable on how to build a birdhouse. They're going to download that thing pretty quickly because it's an immediate pressing need that they have. I recently had Zaley Barclay on the podcast and one of the freebies she offered our audience was a beginner advanced and intermediate way for them to do a video setup so that their video looks professional. She's a video coach. She helps people create branding videos as well as course video material. And she offered the audience a great episode, but also a freebie. Now to get that freebie that she offered, you had to give her your email. And on the back end of that, I guarantee you, she had a series of emails that you received from her about how you can get her additional services. So maximize the time you have in front of people, right? So those were the three things. If you are interested in launching a consulting business of your own, either as a full-time business or as a side hustle to your current nine to five, I am launching a course on how you can do that as a nine to fiver. And I would love for you to join my mailing list. So click the link in my bio, join my mailing list so that you can stay tuned for the pre-launch of that. I'm going to have people get onto a wait list if they're interested in doing that. Feel free to DM me. Feel free to grab a free coffee chat with me and we'll talk virtually work through what it is that you're thinking about you can pick my brain and after that we can figure out how we can work together to get your consultancy launched thanks for joining bye hi off scripters i'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode if you enjoy listening to our show please pay it forward by sharing us with your network between episodes you can find me on instagram our handle is at she's off script or you can catch up on past episodes at she'soffscript.com. See you on the next one.